Shall we begin? Let's begin now. How we doing, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am flying solo today. Today, I wanted to talk about a subject that was coined by a fellow podcaster named Kendra, and she runs her own podcast called Coffee with Kendra, and she's part of a Grown Man Logic podcast, uh, which is called, she said, is Feeding the Echo Chamber. Uh, and I found that really profound, and I found it really interesting <laughs> that she used that term because it's true. Anytime something happens that somebody doesn't like, uh, we tend to jump on the internet and decide to either cancel somebody or try to create a avalanche of effect and change, sometimes negatively, sometimes positive. But it echoes true what she said. People, it feeds into the echo chamber. One person says one thing and then it snowballs into another person saying something else. And then it goes on and on and it creates momentum. And that momentum can lead to several different things. One, it can lead to positive change, uh, which it has. I mean, we've had laws changed. We've had things enacted to make positive changes to society. Um, but we've also had negative impacts where we've canceled people's whole careers because of a mistake they made 10 years ago. You're not the same person you were yesterday. So what makes you think you're the same person that you was 10 years ago? Everybody has skeletons in their closets. Everybody. I don't care who you are. You could be a king all the way down to a street sweeper. It's not going to make a difference. Everybody has those skeletons. Everybody has secrets. Everybody has things buried that they want to keep buried. But when we judge people based off something they said a decade ago, 20 years ago, and we're still trying to hold people accountable for that sometimes, I think things get lost in the shuffle. How are we supposed to grow as individuals? And when we move past a certain thing in a certain way that we were, and all of a sudden now you don't allow us to change because now you're bringing up stuff from 10, 15 years ago that they did as either a young, uh, youngster. And I'm not talking about people that are in their sixties now, you know, cause social media is not that old, but I'm talking about people that are, you know, in their twenties now, or they're in their thirties. And they say something when they're in their ninth, when they were 19, 18 or 21, and they don't feel that same way because they had a chance to grow and change their opinions. That's why it's called an opinion. Everybody's different. Everybody grows at a different pace. Everybody matures in a different pace. But when we try to blast people and try to set people back from their progress, and then you th you call it a victory because you canceled them online or you canceled them, you got them fired from their job. I, I see something wrong with that. And it, it is, you're feeding the echo chamber. It's just a continuation of things that proceed to keep going on. And it just snowballs and you can ruin people's lives like that. Don't get me wrong. Some people deserve to get what they get, but some people don't. You know, people have indiscretions that they've made prior, but they've learned from those indiscretions. They moved on and became a better person. But when you bring those things back up, they were held accountable back then. But when you bring them back up and then you expect them to be held accountable again, it's not going to be the same reaction. We're not going to have the same type of upheaval that you would normally have like the whole situation with Dave Chappelle. Everybody wants to cancel Dave, which I, it's not going to happen, honestly. And the reason I say it's not going to happen is because Dave has always been like that. If anybody's known Dave Chappelle, 
if you've seen one of his first specials that I ever seen was Killing Them Softly. I mean, he was making he was making those uh, type of jokes back then when he was talking about how women dressed. If you know, <laughs> if you dressed a certain way, you know, women get offended because you think of a certain way. So they've made the joke. Well, just because I'm dressed like a cop doesn't mean I'm a cop. So people don't understand. Dave has always been thought provoking. He's always had a message behind what he's saying. Most comedians, that's their job. Their job is to have some truth behind their jokes, but it's also to get people thinking. Comics are supposed to be controversial. That's what they do. That's how they get their attention. But they're always a hint of truth behind what they have to say. Dave has always been like that. Even when he took his hiatus and he came back, Dave has never changed. Anybody that knows Dave Chappelle and has seen his work understands how Dave works. You know what I mean? He's not condemning one side or favoring the other. He just wants to know where's the fairness. Where's the fairness in both sides? Because you guys are making upheaval about one side, but then you're not making upheaval about the other. So I get the point that he's coming from where he just wants some, some fairness. Now, can his delivery rub some people the wrong way? Absolutely. But guess what? Dave ain't going to change for nobody. Dave ain't going to get canceled for nobody. Dave has too many supporters right now. And he has too much talent for anybody to try. The man walked away from $50 million. Do you really think the calls for him being canceled online is going to affect him one way or another? It's not. Dave Chappelle is smarter than that. He's not going to let stuff like that stop him from doing the things that he needs to do. But when we say feeding the echo chamber, this can mean anything. This can mean politics. This can mean when it comes to uh, women empowerment, or this can come into when, you know, we want to put men down and call all men dogs. And you have just a, a slew of people speaking at one time and it just, it, it snowballs. And that's where you get the echo effect. And, and, and that's where feeding the echo chamber uh, resonates from and where it comes from. I think we've, we've gotten into a habit now using social media um, for good and for bad. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a great platform that we can, you know, have a voice for everybody and let them speak and do the things that they want to do. But at the same time, we also use it, you know, like good, like good and evil. We, we use it to the great people. We use it to lift people up. We use it to be supportive, but everybody has their own way of doing things with the stuff. So when, when it continues and this trend continues at some point, it has to stop. You know what I mean? It has to stop. You, you ruin people's lives some people's lives that don't deserve it. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said before, there's people that deserve to be where they are. There's people that deserve to, you know, be in the situations that they're in, especially when they're blatantly being a certain way, like let's say blatantly being racist or, you know, blatantly being discriminatory. I get all that. But when somebody makes a mistake from 10 years ago, you can't expect them to be that same person now. It's just, it's not reality. None of us are going to be the same people. And at some point, we need to learn how to let everything cool down first before high heads start, start going off. Because the minute that show got done, people were on the internet talking. I mean, it, it didn't even, wasn't even a hesitation. It was just, the, it, the snowball effect started going. And all the whispers kind of started coming out. And all the things started getting put posted on social media. And I understand it. I get it. People get offended very easily. It, it's... It, we're in a day and age where it's just going to happen no matter what. Something I say can offend somebody. I mean, just as easily, you know, I try my best not to offend anyone. I give an opinion 
This is what the podcast does. It allows me to give my opinion. And I try to frame my opinion in a way where I'm not trying to openly discriminate against anybody. I'm not openly trying to um, put anybody down. Because if you know, in my podcast, I give everybody the opportunity to come on, whether you're gay, straight, trans, it doesn't matter whether you own a business, whether you're an artist, an author, I, my platform is open to everyone. So no one can say that I discriminate against anybody because I don't. I can give opinions on things. You may not agree with everything I say. I don't expect you to. I don't want you to agree with everything I have to say. Because then what's the point of that? That we want that back and forth. I think that's why people run their podcast the way they do. And this is why people feed off negativity. They really do. People feed off things that are negative. And, you know, there's a, there's a thing in our society where if it's, not, if it's not negative, we don't care about it. Somebody can put, post something on the internet and say, hey, man, you know, I just fed 50,000 people. And somebody else will post something saying that, oh, you know, a volcano killed, you know, 100,000 people. You know what I mean? Uh, 100,000 people or, um, you know, somebody, you know, burned 30 puppies or something like that. And people are going to, you know, have an uproar about it. That's going to get more coverage than the person feeding 50,000 people. It tends to happen that way sometimes. We find anything that's negative and we run, uh, run straight with it. It's, it's no way around it. Negativity is what feeds America today, period. Negativity is what this country runs off of. You can't turn on a social media platform and not see something negative with each other. You can't turn on your TV and the news is not talking about something negative. So feeding that echo chamber continues and it's going to keep continuing. I don't think it's ever going to stop. I don't think we're ever going to learn a lesson. We this, this country tends to repeat itself. I don't care what century you're in. I don't care what decades you're in. We repeat ourselves a lot. Things happen and they happen in, in the circular motion where it just comes right back around. Before it was it was through print media. You know, you had the you know the sun and you had all these print media with gossips, and now you have TMZ. Now you have Wendy Williams show. It's, we we feed off negativity. Perez Hilton. These people get paid to talk down about other people. These people get paid to make other people feel bad about themselves. And then when they get called out on it, they don't care or they'll give some type of soft apology because they, you know, they got called out, but they'll, they'll go right back to doing it because people love it. They get paid what they get paid because people love hearing the negativity that they bring out. I mean, and people love to hear it. You know, every once in a while, you'll get a good story. That's a good heartfelt story. And you have plenty of outlets out there that try to promote, you know, the good stuff and what people are doing. But nine out of 10 times, people don't want to listen to that. And it's because of that feeding the echo chase. People want to keep feeding into that. And people's voices want to keep getting heard, whether it's negativity or positive, they, they want to get heard. And the way to get heard is, is just reverberating what everybody else is saying. One person screams it from the lungs, the next person is going to scream right after that. And then that's how you create that echo. And that echo is going to continue to keep getting louder and louder and louder until something is done about it or somebody gets canceled. It's always going to be that way. It's like the, the podcasters. There's a podcasters have a, have a way of, you know, you got clicks within the podcast It's sub communities within the podcast community where you have clicks uh, that are support each other. You have clicks that, you know, that go against each other. 
some people think it's a competition uh, between podcasters. And there's another echo chamber where you have negativity between one podcaster, another podcaster. It shouldn't be that way. There are voices for everybody in this business. People have plenty of, of voices and people that they can talk to. It shouldn't have to be that kind of negativity within the community when we all try to help each other. But then that, there's that echo effect. People can't let things go. People get angry or there's some miscommunication on one part, miscommunication on the other, and it tends to get ugly a little bit. But we, we should be better than that. Everybody's in this because they love to do it. There's no guarantee there's going to be millions of dollars made off this business because there's not. You get in this business because you love this business. And when you feed into that negativity, it creates an echo. And that echo continues to move forward on and on. So I think uh, with any type of business that you're in, there's always going to be people who are going to feed into, you know, into the negativity of something or even into the positivity, but it's more negative than positive. I think we've gotten to a point now where we can't distinguish what's right and what's not right. We get angry. We get angry very fast in this society now. Everything is, you know, you hurt my feelings. I'm going to put you on blast on the internet. I didn't like the way you made my coffee. I'm going to call you out. You know, everybody has the Karen culture now. Somebody does something that they don't like, they call the Karen. You know, don't get me wrong. Some people should be called Karen because <laughs> the way they act. But some people get called Karen for no reason. If somebody's just doing their job, you still call them a Karen. You know what I mean? And then as my son likes to call them, he likes he said he says Karens and then the, the guy version, I forget what they call them. But my son likes to call them Carl's Karen and Carl's is what he calls them because they're the same way. But <laughs> it's funny how we just continue to allow this type of stuff to affect our everyday lives. It, you know, you, you can't feed into something and expect it not to continue and not to echo through the halls. And it's going to affect you one way or another. You're going to turn on your social media site and you're going to see something. It's every day, every day. And most people check their social media, what, 15, 20, 30 times a day, if not more than that, especially when you're in, you know, a social media game, when you're in podcasts and you're checking for updates, you're checking for numbers, you're checking, you know, to see who posted, support, everything else. But then you see those, those negative posts, you see those, you know, people fighting each other, you know, you see people angry with each other, trying to cancel somebody out. And it doesn't help. It doesn't help. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. It, it. it becomes, it just becomes brain melting sometimes. <laughs> you wake up, there's something negative. You know, you go to sleep, there's something negative. You know, you can't enjoy, we can't enjoy life like we used to. Before social media, man, you just go out, used to be hanging out. Social media used to be interactions. You just talk to each other, period. Used to go on the front stoop. I used to play till it was dark outside. I used to hang out with my friends, and it was more gossip than anything. Like we, would, you know, hey, did you hear about the kid on the eighth floor? You know what I mean? Because I used to live on the second floor, you know. And that, that's how that's how everybody that's what everybody's social media was. It was by somebody else. Now forget about it. You could be here in the U.S. and somebody could be out in Germany and they know what's going on over here, and it just the rumor mill just flies around everywhere. It was a lot simpler times in the '90s. It really was. You can have a lot more fun. There was a lot, a lot less stuff to, to really worry about. Gossip was done over the phone. You know, pages came out. Somebody would page you, hey, you know, 911, you would call them and they, you know, they'd let you know what was going on. It was, it was, it was out there. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. And 
I think that that's where we're amiss right now. That human component, that human component that we used to have where we can communicate each other face-to-face, I think that's gone by the wayside a little bit. This is why I love the podcast game because I do a lot of interviews. That's the point of my show. And I love talking to people. So I love getting that human interaction. It may not be face-to-face because some of these people that I'm talking to are not even in the same state that I'm in, but I still get that human interaction talking to people over camera and we can have a genuine conversation and go back and forth. You know, we may have differences of opinion, but this is what you ask thought provoking questions. You asking questions to know about them and know about who they are. Uh, and you question some things and they can question some things about you. It's a beautiful thing. But when we don't use our platforms for things that we should, and we just use it to, you know, bring somebody down or talk junk about somebody. Everybody has a story, man. Everybody has problems. Everybody has a story. Everybody has problems. But when you continue to build on those problems and you can't let stuff go, that's when you the echoes start going. And then you go again, feeding the echo chamber. That's what it comes down to. We have to learn how to let certain things go. You know, Dave Chappelle's not going to get canceled. You need to let that go. It's not going to happen. You know, you, you got guys like Shane Dawson who got canceled. He really got canceled. You know, they brought up stuff from him that he did on YouTube. Back when he was doing it, it wasn't a big deal. The guy had millions of followers. But we're in a society now where they're going to pull your receipts. They're going to pull your receipts. And if you've posted things uh, from, and, and it's still up, you posted things on your social media website, all they got to do is just take a picture of it, wait to the opportune time, because that's how it typically happens now. They don't cancel you just to cancel you. They wait to the opportune time till you reach a certain level and you get to a certain point and then they bring out the receipts. And that's when they, aha, that's the, I got you moment. You don't, you guys don't notice that on the news. What do they do when there's a celebrity that's getting big or somebody's getting a lot of pub? What do they do? They bring out something from 10 years ago. Look at John Gruden, prime example. This happened 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Now, was it racially insensitive? I'm assuming so, but they waited till now, 10 years later to bring this out when this could have been addressed back then. These guys, these people in the outlet, they think these stories, these stories, they want to feed into this stuff. If the media, the man, the media is crazy. They want to feed and they create a, a feeding frenzy. They create a feeding frenzy, a, a freaking ocean of echoes now, everybody's calling for this man, for him, him to be disciplined. This happened 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Why wasn't this addressed 10 years ago? Why wasn't it addressed five years ago? And this is where I think it drives me a bit batty. Like, why are we waiting 10 years, 15 years, 20 years to address something that happened back then? You think now it becomes easier? No, it's easier for you now because now you have the 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 social justice warriors and you have the people out here who are the part of part of cancel culture that wants to put everybody uh, in their place now over something that happened a decade ago. I don't care if it happened a decade. It should have been taken care of a decade ago. Why bring it up now? What is the point of that? What does that accomplish for anybody to bring it up 10 years later? And some of you may agree with that. And some of you may not agree with that, but 10 years is 10 years, man. It's a decade. You telling me in those 10 years, there was nobody there that could have brought that issue up to the NFL. There was nobody there that could have brought that issue up to his bosses that he was working with at the time. You tell me that everybody brushed that under the rug and 
it took a reporter 10 years to get that story out. Sorry. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know what I mean? And then the echoes start and people just, the, the rush starts coming in and we have a habit of just riding that train. We have a right, before anything is even explained, before anything is even said, we have a habit of riding that train and letting those voices ring out. Fire them, you know, discipline them. You should never play this. You should never coach that. It's amazing to me. Like, let the story come out first. Let it marinate for a minute. Let both sides speak. No, that's not what we do. The one thing we want to do right away is judge him. Just judge him off rip. You know, oh, he's a racist. Kick him out of the league. You know, it, it's amazing to me, man. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm a minority. I'm a minority. And I'm telling you this. If something happened 10 years ago, 15 years ago, for you to say that, oh, well, nobody wanted to talk about it. So I brought it up 10 years later. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. This could if this was a big issue in, in that time before something would have been brought up something would have been brought up if i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong because i'd like to know how does something like that slide for 10 years and no one says anything about it no one but that's just me we've gotten to a habit now of using things against people that they might have said in the heat of the moment if it's racial different story different component. But a lot of people saying this was racial. Some people are saying it's not racial. There's a divide on whether they saying what he was saying was racist or not racist. Saying that he had, I, well, I don't know if he was rubber lips or something like that. It was meant to say that he was a liar, but some people were saying, no, he was, it was meant to be derogatory because he's a, uh, he was a black man. I, I don't know what the story is. I, I don't know, you know, who's, who's what, because everybody's opinion is screwed. And this is what I'm talking about when we say the feeding the echo chamber. You know, people's voices are overlapping one another and it's creating that wave over and over. And the, the real story is not coming out. Let the man say what he's going to say. Let him figure it out. Somebody like Shane Dawson, like I was talking about earlier. Man, that dude, I used to watch Shane Dawson's religiously when I was younger. I used to watch his stuff all the time. A lot of the stuff he did, it ain't flying today. And he got called out on a lot of the stuff that he did. But again... Those were 10, 12, 13 year ago videos. It's all, he got canceled now. He got canceled about a year ago in 2020 over stuff he did 10 years ago. Again, where was the outcry? This dude had millions of followers on YouTube, okay? Millions of followers. He was doing this stuff for over 10 years. Nobody called him out on it. But you wait 10 years now, it took, what, Jada Pickett-Smith to call him out for him to get canceled because of the stuff he did back then? Why this stuff wasn't called out before? Who was calling him out? This was 10 years worth of stuff. You tell me at some point, no one thought it was inappropriate. No one was trying to make videos about Shane Dawson and nobody was going to the news about what this dude was doing. It took a Hollywood star to voice her opinion for this guy to get canceled over videos that he did 10 and don't get me wrong. Some of those videos, you know, <laughs> they're not going to fly today. They're some of the videos were very offensive. They were, you know what I mean? To a lot of people out there, you know, I, I, I understand he was trying to be funny. I understand he was trying to, you know, uh, trying to appease his audience and trying to make people laugh and entertain people. Some of the stuff he did, he shouldn't have did, but he did it anyway. And those videos got millions of views. So apparently a lot of people didn't have a problem with it back in those days.
But we use those things now, a decade later, to cancel somebody and ruin somebody's career. I don't know, man. It gets a little bit uh, frustrating uh, when, when I see things like that and I hear things like that. But, you know, at some point, everybody wants to be to get their 15 minutes. And this is what they use. Everybody wants to get their 15 minutes of fame. So what's the first thing somebody can do? They'll start the cancel culture wave. Oh, I'm the one who did it. You know what I mean? They'll start, they'll start that tweet. It'll be that one tweet or that one IG post or that one Facebook post that a hashtag cancel him. And then boom, the wave will start. The echoes will start. It'll start reverberating and it'll go and go. And then boom, the echo chamber just goes crazy. And, and the wave of cancel comes in. You know what I mean? But sometimes it doesn't always work. You, you may cancel him. Dave Chappelle's still standing. He's going to keep standing. Um, you know, you can, you can quiet people only for so long when they try to make Kevin Hart apologize for a joke that he did again, 10 years ago or something like that. It's, it's frustrating. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's entitled to feel how they feel. Everybody has their feelings. Everybody wants to feel a certain way. Everybody wants to feel like they're, their voices need to be heard or if they get offended about everything. But I think we got to a point where it's just oversensitivity now to everything. We're not, we're, we're not tough skin anymore in this society. And I understand that people are supposed to talk more about their feelings and I get it. You know what I mean? I want, everybody should be able to express themselves, but that can be toxic too. Y'all don't understand that. You know what I mean? This cancel culture is very toxic, very, very toxic. Because it doesn't matter what you did. Somebody can cancel you for anything. Oh, you wore the wrong shirt. You're being, you know, you're appropriating culture. That's another one that drives me batty. Because you have, you have somebody that owns a taco truck, but they're not Hispanic. They're not Mexican. Why are they serving tacos? Because they know how to cook them. Because they cook good food. I didn't realize you had to be Mexican to make tacos. You're appropriating somebody else's food. Are you kidding me? I was born and raised in New York City. You know how many ethnicities are there? You know how many restaurants from different ethnicity backgrounds are there? Do you really think people in the city give a damn about who's cooking their food? No. No. It's a melting pot. That is the point of this country. We should be able to use those things from other cultures. Food, especially. I'm a foodie. I love making food. I made some Italian meatballs today for dinner. Am I appropriating Italian culture? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Because somebody likes doing something that they learned about, it's appropriating somebody's culture. Come on, man. Come on. We're, 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 we're grasping at straws at this point now. We're grasping at straws. We need to stop. We need to stop. And if somebody wants to come on the show and debate me about that, by all means, my, my platform is open to you. Come on the show. Debate me about it. You know what I mean? Debate me about it. You have Asians that's been here Long time. They helped build the railroads here. Asian food's been here. You have people who are not Asian that make Asian cuisine. Are they appropriating culture? Come on, man. It's food. We feed people. If somebody likes a certain style, let them make it. There's no appropriation about it. Somebody likes to wear a certain style. You're appropriating culture? No, they respect the culture. That's why they like doing it. Look at Japan. Japan is one of these cultures where they, if they like a style from the U.S., they look at, they have the cholo culture in Japan. They're not Mexican. Most cholos respect it. Most cholos respect it. 
they see them, they, you know, the, you have Japanese that dress just like Cholos in LA. I don't hear people calling saying, oh, you're appropriating culture because the Cholos don't care. A lot of the Cholos respect it because it's a, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's not appropriating. It's a lifestyle. They want to live that lifestyle. And I think we gotten, we've gotten a little bit too, too ahead of ourselves with everybody screaming that something is wrong about something. And it just, it continues to snowball, man. It continues to snowball. But this is just an opinion for me. Who am I? I'm just a guy on the mic giving you what I, my thoughts are. You don't have to listen. But if you do listen and you have an issue with it, let me know. Leave a comment. Tell me about it. If you want to come on the show, come on the show. We can discuss it. But we can discuss it like adults. You know, there's no name calling. There's no name. There's no mudslinging. I'm not about that. I'm about respect. You come on the show, we can have an adult conversation. We can have our disagreements and we can agree to disagree, but we both can get our points out of there. And I'm going to let you get your points out. You know, we're not going to be, I'm not going to be screaming. Well, cancel, let's cancel you because I don't like the, what you said, what you said offended me. So I'm just going to go, go ahead and try to cancel you now. I'm going to make this big campaign on, on the internet to cancel you because I was offended. Stop it. It's gotten to that point now. Stop it. It doesn't help anybody. Who's it helping? It helps those who want to be famous. It helps those who want to be offended because it makes them feel better that they were able to ruin somebody's career. It makes them feel better because they were able to cancel somebody out. I don't get it. I don't. And I will continue to be frustrated. I grew up in, you know, a lot of times I say it might be a generational thing because I did. I'm 42. I grew up in a different generation. I ain't grew up in a generation that's now. Today's generation is completely different. Completely different. You know what I mean? They, they go about doing things differently than we did. They're completely different. Half the stuff that I, that I went through growing up, you couldn't go through today. These kids today wouldn't survive back then. I don't care what anybody says. A kid from this era ain't going to survive back in the 90s. It's not going to survive back in the 80s. Ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? And I think as, as adults, we have to adjust to that. As tough as it is, we have to adjust to that. We can't be the grumpy old man sitting on the porch, you know, screaming, get off my lawn. We, we can't do that. We have to adjust how these kids are today. We have to find a way to communicate with people because you have an older generation that don't believe in what these kids believe in today. But I think that's an older generation problem. I don't think that's a youth problem. Just like anything else, you in the 60s, you had kids who, you know, who, who were out and about doing their thing, you know, the summer of love and all that stuff. And you had that older generation that didn't, you know, dirty hippies and, and everything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to adjust to every generation. I think my generation has to adjust to the generation now. It's as simple as that. We may not agree. We may not agree with everything that they do, but we can still have open dialogue and we can still learn to, to get along with each other. We don't have to cancel everybody out. We don't have to create those echoes and feed that echo chamber that we do on a daily basis in this world. It gets annoying after a while. Every little thing we do, it's under a microscope. Everything you do, doesn't matter what it is. You say the wrong thing, your career is done. You look at the wrong person, your career is done. You talk about the wrong person, your career is done. It's asinine. It needs to stop. You're not the same person you were a day ago. You're not the same person you were, definitely not the same person you were a decade ago or 15 years ago. Everybody matures, everybody changes. People learn lessons, we try to get better. There's racists out there, racist. 
that were born and bred to be racist, now they're not racist. Period. It happens. It happens. People get married to the opposite of race. And I, there was a story that I was watching on, on uh, there's a show that I watched called Vice. The guy was a 100% racist, tattoos up and down. He got them all removed. All removed. He adopted a, a young black kid. Got them all removed. So are you still going to make him pay for what he did 10 years ago? Because he learned and he moved on and he, and he did what he needed to do. You're going to cancel him? Come on, man. People change. People change. You have to give him an opportunity to change. You have to give him an opportunity to change. 10 years ago is not the same as today. Now, can some people not change? Of course. You have some people that are never going to change. They're going to be the way they are. They're going to be the way they are. And then when they get caught, they want to give these sorry apologies. Like, oh, you know, I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to do that. No, you didn't mean to get caught. There's a difference. Now, though, there are those people like that. I'm not saying there's not, but there are people that really, truly have changed. And we won't give them those benefit of the doubt. Because we already made up their mind that they're trash. You know what I mean? We all, we all have to figure this stuff out at some point about what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in today's episode. I know I went off in a little tangent, a little rant. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, we can get opinionated. And sometimes this is, like I said, this is the best platform for people to express their feelings. I'm just letting you know how I feel about something. Um, if I offend anybody, you know, sorry. I mean, honestly, it's not my intent to offend anybody, offend anybody but I'm going to tell you how I feel and if you have, like I said, a difference of opinion, let me know, leave a comment. You know, uh, my information is there. Throw me an email. We can set up an appointment. We can have a, a friendly debate online um, on the podcast. So uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Um, we will see you next week and have a great night. Thanks.